Do you want to hear this theme? Yeah. Here we go. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Look at that. That's that's talk about professional setup. You hear that fade out? Uh, now we can just vamp my, and. Oh, I see. It's fading out now, right? Yeah. Well, this is that podcast. What's that podcast called? Do you remember? Blah Track. Yeah. It's like um, Stranger Things hung out with Gene Roddenberry for the day and had a little jam. It's nice. Thanks for joining me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the first time you ever were exposed to Star Trek? Did you ever watch it as a kid? No. Did you ever catch any of the movies? They used to play the movies and things like on Channel 9 on a Saturday night. Is that something you ever watched? I don't think mum or dad were really into sci-fi. Yeah. My parents weren't really into sci-fi either, but like I had that cousin that was... Yeah, cousin really, Nicholas. ...who was really into kitschy 60s stuff not just star trek but like yeah lost in space and like weird kitschy shows from the 60s so it was almost like i got into star trek not just from like a sci-fi perspective but just it was something interesting from that retro era yeah so i think i and then i like i probably got into some of the other series just by going to the video store and borrowing, you know, Star Trek Next Generation and some of those spin-off shows that came. But but original Star Trek, what we're going to be talking about, like, I th- yeah, I remember used to, my cousin Nicholas would, would tape them and I would go over to his place and we'd watch the tapes. So that's how I got into it. Be kind and rewind. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, uh, it probably would have been after we were married that I watched Star Trek. And it's had like a resurgence since we've been married because they made those new films and they've been making new shows and stuff. So like it's 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 never left popularity. Like it's always been mm. in the sort of pop culture. Yeah, for sure. But we've watched the show. Like we've been watching bits and pieces of the original series. And I guess my idea was, why don't we just start from from scratch and talk about every episode of Star Trek <laughs> <laughs> and. Describe it for people that maybe don't have never watched Star Trek or those that have and just like if if you've never watched Star Trek, I was thinking this is great because then you can just This is a terrible intrusion. It's a summary. It's a summary of like what happens in every single episode of Star Trek the original series. I would be super surprised if someone heard this podcast and was mm. like I'm definitely watching Star Trek now. That sounds amazing. Ah, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone listens to this podcast and thinks, ah, I don't have to watch Star Trek, the original series now because Jeremy and Haley have explained it for me. <laughs> Does anyone need to watch it? No one needs to watch. No one needs to watch anything. Like, it's just a, it's a piece of entertainment. But Yeah, I mean, if you're interested in seeing old-timey tropes, oh. sexism, violence. Well, let's get into it. That sounds like, that sounds like a, a fun overacting. time. Overacting. And a young... Um, I'm going to pull up Wikipedia. You keep going. What's his name? He's all, like, fat and puffy now. William Shatner. That's the one. Who, incidentally, isn't in the pilot episode of He's Star Trek. He's not. So let's get into it. What's the first episode called? Do you remember? Um, I Love Vina. What it's is called it? The Cage. Right. Is that her name? I forgot the character's name. Vina. <laughs> oh, nice. Sounds like something else. So that's why. It... 
Well, you'll remember those human characters, whereas I remember the... Um, the brain heads? Yeah, the brain heads and all the other weird uh, things on the, on the outside. So um, this was... If you go to Netflix and you watch the first episode of Star Trek, the original series, what you actually get treated to... <laughs> Is something that the general public wasn't even treated to. It's the long lost trailer episode called The Cage that never aired in the 60s. It's called Pilot The Cage or The yeah, Pilot. It's a pilot episode. It's the first yeah. episode. So I was. Ironically um, about a pilot. The other thing I guess I'll point out I'm not going to bring any information here that's not readily available on Wikipedia. So I don't really. I'm a Star Trek fan and a bit of a nerd, but I don't have like the deepest of deep connection to the. Um, you know, who, who's who and all the different ins and outs, who wrote and directed the episode. I mean, I guess if anybody's thing, so. interested, it's it's basically the same thing as Star Wars. So... Just let that sit. Um, yeah, so this series started with an episode that was commissioned... Um, look, I won't go into the whole, like... There's a whole story, backstory about how the show got to air, but essentially when this episode, The Cage was presented to, I think it was NBC originally aired it. They rejected the episode. NBC they, rejected it. They commissioned a new episode to be a new pilot and they recast everyone except for Spock. Spock. So he's the only character that appears Leonard in this. Nimoy. That's nice. He's the only character that appears in this episode that carries on. He was able to live long and prosper. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice that his character was very different to... Well, somewhat different to later episodes because he's more emotional. He, like he's not. Yeah, a, I wouldn't they haven't say established. He, I wouldn't say he's emotional, but he definitely emotes. And they haven't established a lot of the Star Trek canon, which we'll touch on. Like again, we're not going to get too yeah. bogged down into it now. But I was hoping for a security guard to be killed in the first episode. But yeah, there's no red shirts. No one's in Ricky yet. No um, blue shirts. The no. uniforms haven't really been established. They've got cool uniforms. I like their little goggles when they go onto the planet at one point. Those were cool. <laughs> yeah, they look like flies. But, um, yeah, no, okay, let's get into it. So, basically, first episode, The Cage, is a whole new crew. So, you really don't need to know who's who because they don't ever appear again except... Captain Pike. There is a interesting episode in Season 1 called The Menagerie. And what they essentially did is because this episode that we're going to talk about never aired on TV, people never saw it, they repurposed footage from it and put it into another episode in season one, which we will touch on if we keep this podcast going. <laughs> we'll see if it comes to divorce or more episodes. <laughs> and that episode is called The Menagerie, and they basically cut scenes from the, the show we're about to talk about into that with the proper crew, so with Captain uh, Kirk and Spock, and they reference all the events of what occurred, but it's, it's like referencing something that happened uh, in the past, basically. Yeah, there's also the, the, like, illusion of her, the green girl dancing, which is in the, is it the close credits, yeah, I think? It's absolutely. not the opening credits. Yeah, you got, you got it. Which also haven't been established yet. And no. And they're excellent, so. Good point. Well, let's get into it. Uh, what essentially, what's the plot? You want to give me a quick plot summary? I've got, I've got like three pages of notes, but you can just tell me what you think happens. <laughs> oh, I'm not a good person for this, because I don't remember what happened ten minutes ago. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll fill in any It's, blanks. um, basically you open... On the Enterprise, the mm-hmm. Starship Enterprise. Mm-hmm. And Spaceship. it's intru- introducing the people on the bridge. Um, their original mission is set for some other planet. Mm. 
Was it Regulus? It sounded really boring. <laughs> yeah, well, they just had an adventure. <laughs> Planet Normalcy or something. Um, or they'd just been there. Um, and then they believed they were under attack. Turns out it was just what they believed was a sound wave. Mm-hmm. Um, turned out to be a distress call from another ship. Are we supposed to spoil the episode? That's the whole point 100%. of this. Yeah. The idea is someone could listen. So, yeah, spoilers yeah. ahead. If you if you really, really want to see the unaired pilot of Star Trek. Yeah, stop, that, stop listening now. Show that aired in 1966. Watch it and then come back to the rest of the mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. which is going to be super interesting. Um, okay, so they get the distress signal. Uh, Kirk wants to. It's not Kirk, it's Pike. Sorry, Pike wants to maintain his current mission. He's also um, melancholic mm. and clearly an alcoholic, which you'll you see. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Subtext. I hadn't picked up on that. <laughs> it's being facetious. No, he's very... He's just that the doctor gives him... He's a him, terrible captain. Yeah. I mean, okay, like we, we see from a conversation with the doctor who's got nothing on the... The Bones, who comes bones. in later in, in, the sh- yeah. in the proper show. Let's call it. This isn't proper Star Trek. This yeah, is just the, a, it's the finding, introduction. It's an introduction and it's not... yeah. Yeah, so they're they're having a, a convo, and yeah, I I don't know how long Pike had been serving for at this point. I think mm. he said, but and he just come back from some mission where there was a yeah, it was people nearly, died. nearly yeah, some of his crew died. He nearly died. He was fighting. <laughs> we see, we see what happened kind of later. Yeah, a bit. <laughs> Essentially, what happened is his crew must have been attacked by a giant hairy Viking looking dude with bad teeth. <laughs> with bad teeth, and he killed a number of them. Yes. And this is, oh, man, this is such a bad re- retelling because I digress constantly. Great. Um, long, long story short, they uh, several of the crew members arrive on this planet and find what they believe to be the surviving members of a um, Earth ship crash. The good doctor indicates that their health is good and somehow too good. Yeah. All across the old men. So they beam they beam down to the planet. They yeah. and they inspect these people that are survivors from this apparent crash. Yeah. yeah. All across the old men except Vina. Yeah. There's one beautiful young woman. Yeah. Amongst the, these um, old scientist men. Yeah, and and so it sort of it it's it goes out from there. Basically, the 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 guys have giant brains. Uh, sorry, not the, not the guys. The um the, the aliens. The people, yeah, native mm. to the planet, have. Giant throbbing brains, mm-hmm. which <laughs> comes as a result of boredom with their own reality. Yeah. Um, and the the reason that they've lured the crew mm. to this planet is to have two human species. Yeah, they're running like a zoo. Essentially, they get entertainment from watching this species. Their their whole they don't really is know just... how to feel anymore. No, so like, there's only like what four of them. Yeah. We don't even know how many we don't. there are. There could only be like four in the whole planet. We don't know. There's just... Yeah, know. and so basically that's what happened. It's the story of uh, how uh, the captain uses wits, etc. Yeah, to I guess let's, leave the planet. Well, let's get into that because, like, yeah, the whole the whole premise is there are these aliens with um, telekinetic abilities that they can, um, you know... Put, put like illusions into the brains of, of yeah. Of so they people. they they mine they basically mine your memories. Yeah, which, which could be real or imagined based on books you've read. Yeah, um, or stories you've been told. So we see a few fantasies that Pike has. One's a memory of being attacked by this hairy Viking-looking creature. One is like he's he's a 
like a slave trader kind of thing. And there's the, the, mm-hmm. he has this recurring mystery woman in each of his fantasies. One, she's like a damsel running yeah. away uh, from the from the Viking. One, she's um, like a, a green painted alien uh, dancing slave girl, seductress. Yeah, in this like um, uh, yeah sort of you know Bedouin kind of mm. <laughs> palace. Yeah. Thing. Like um, a Caligula uh, yeah. den. And then one, he, he's uh, he's back on earth with like his horse and they're having like a wholesome Yeah, picnic. near his hometown. Yeah. Um, she She's basically trying to do whatever she can to to make him interested in staying with her. To, to fulfill yeah. the ultimate plan of the butt alien head guys. Mm, the alien heads look like butts to be, to be clear. Yeah. Yes. Um, the, their, what they want is... Because they were a, a regular sort of species on an M-class planet. Yo, M-class planet, nice. I like this Star Trek terminology. Can I, Which, can I inter- <laughs> interject with a little to Star Trek nerdum? So that means a, a, a habitable, yeah, like yeah. an Earth-like planet. Like it's in Star Trek lore, it's called an M-class planet. So Which is, yeah, first o- use o- of oxygen that and can sustain Atmosphere. human life. Exactly. Uh, you can grow plants and food and so on. They they had they had lived on this planet at one point, but mm. um, I don't remember. I don't know if they told us what the catalyst was, but basically they en- ended up being bored with reality and, uh, for lack of a better word, evolved their minds to use telekinesis mm. and be able to m- manipulate forces around them, including other species. Um, and then as a result of that, lost the way of their ancestors and no longer knew how to use their own technology and stuff. Yeah, they're sort of portrayed as sort of these weak, effeminate kind of like... A feat. A feat, yeah. They wear sort of flowing silver robes. Yeah, so their their plan is to find uh, an adaptable species to respawn on their planet, which has only just now come back uh, to sort of like a safe M-class level planet. So they had captured or imprisoned basically this woman who we know to be, have been, I think they said 18. When she when, crashed. When she crashed. She's the yeah. only survivor. And as she says, she was um, just a lump of flesh and they reconstructed yeah, her. But the they didn't. the big reveal at the end. Like the big twist at yeah. the end is this beautiful young mystery woman. Is actually quite old. Yeah. Um, and sort of battle damaged. Yeah. They, they. <laughs> The, the claim is that they didn't know what another human looks like, so they didn't know how to reassemble her. But, I mean... The... And they gave her, like, a hunchback <laughs> and yeah, made her, like, like, as hideous as possible. But why, these aliens, even, they even they these like butt-headed but aliens with, like, don't look heads. as bad like, as she does. Yeah, like, just, just have her standing upright. Like If they just made her, the like, like themselves, yeah, she'd actually look pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So that was that was their plan. Mm. Um, they'd tried other species. Humans were their last yeah. hope. So they, they captured That's Pike. why she was trying to sort of yeah, make. Yeah. To her and, and yeah, hoping that they would just. Try, trying to like they kept for each other. putting them in scenarios, yeah. hoping that he would be protective or like, you know, yeah. I- ignite his base Instinct. masculine instincts. And, and when that of, fails, they, because all this, all this time the crew tries to rescue Pike. Uh, yes. Throughout the episode. His first mate as well, I thought it was interesting, is a, is a woman. He makes like a really sexist comment early <sighs> on about not having women on the bridge. Well, there was a yeoman. You were going to look up what, is it a ship turn yeoman? Yeah, so yeoman comes up as a term in Star Trek a lot. She, like a, a, a junior officer, basically. Yeah, she bumps into him and he's already immediately annoyed. That there's a wo- just the fact there's a woman on the yes, bridge. Yes, he literally horrible. says, oh, this is why we shouldn't have women on the bridge. <laughs> 
Like, I, I mean, I always all, put myself in the mind. All she was trying to do was bring him papers he'd asked for. Like, it's so funny when you project into sci-fi. I mean, I love sci-fi so much because you can project, you know, modern, you know, situations or problems into like a future context, and and actually, you can sometimes <laughs> empathise with. You know, like things like racism and like things that Star Trek touch on later. Because as the, as the show goes on, it's quite, you know, for for, for mid sixties, well, it's, it's lauded for its like futuristic a, morals a, a black, at the time. A black woman well, on yeah. the on the crew, a Japanese man. It's obviously man, not what it was intended. A Russian for, guy, like, but this episode, yeah, he literally, yeah, even in nineteen sixty six, he, he, he shouldn't have officer. been saying that. Yeah, we shouldn't. <laughs> and then he turn, <laughs> turns to his first mate, and he's like, "Oh, no offense." Yeah. And then insults her further by being he's, like, he's I don't really think of you that woman. way. That's or right. like, what is it? Like, you don't really count. Or, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just they, offense taken, that, sir. Look, apart from that, they, I thought they covered the, um, those, like, so, so that the aliens capture the two, the two women from the crew at one point yes. to try and maybe lure. Give, give him some options. Give him some options. And I actually thought they kind of, it's still kind of sexist, mm. but, but the, they're sort of explaining that those women, yeah, they have no autonomy. Like if you're looking at like a, a, a story, like they've got no, they're fairly there to early serve. on, almost like manic pixie dream girls. They're, they're their only reason is to give him purpose and, and, and both of them have, his story. it turns out because these are telekinetic aliens, they both have crushes on Pike. They can read their, the women's thoughts. They can read their thoughts. Yeah. So the, they say that the first mate who's the older woman has, Generally, a lack, fantasies a lack of display of emotion, but she does have fantasies about yes. him. And while older, she is mm. stronger. Yeah. And then the yeoman who had sort of, I guess, given up the possibility of uh, a future with Captain Pike um, because of, I guess, his treatment of her, um, is now realizing that her chances have gone up since there's only <laughs> two, two other women. <laughs> One of who's, a, who's an old 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 lady who yeah she thinks she could defeat, and the other one is as it turns out is a crusty mangled human. It's so funny. He's but nearly yeah, hundred years old. Apart from that, like I think the rest of the storytelling itself is pretty good. I don't think it's the best episode of Star Trek. I don't think it even. I don't think it rates very well. What I will say, because from again, I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge. I know that when they repurpose this footage into another episode, which we'll watch later, called The Menagerie, mm. that is one of my favourite episodes of Star Trek ever because they cut out a lot of the, the fluff and it's just... Sure. Do you think we should review them in order or yes. should we oh, well, you can do ask people what their favourite episodes are and then we can... Is it, is it such a popular show that you think people... Well, or, or here's it, the other thing, do we want to just go show, through it? Well, that's the other thing we I could do. I don't know if the people listening to your podcast... No. I don't know if there's enough that's enough of an audience base to, to, to well, suggest that. The other thing we could do is just do like a top 20 list or something if you wanted to. Uh, we'll, we'll We've done the pilot We'll just now. watch them. I guess we can just review them if we think they're like interesting enough well, to review well, let's perhaps. get into it re- really quick. I mean, look, we, we don't have to keep on this now. We're, I think that's a pretty good synopsis. I'll say one thing. Do you, one question I thought we could ask ourselves, mm. is this family friendly? Like would you let our daughter who's six watch this, do you reckon? Uh, yes and no. Mm. Our daughter is an interesting, mm. uh, species, if you will. The kid loves scary yeah, stories. Yeah, she does. I, I do think some mm. of the action, while she would enjoy being told it, yeah. may not enjoy visualising no, it. I agree. Uh, 
as a, a mother who is constantly trying to promote her self-worth Correct. Yeah, through good point. intelligence and strength and empathy. Yeah, great point. I not, don't not a good role I don't model. think it's a good show for that purpose. Even like I mean just just comparing the late later as we discussed their uniforms. Mm. Lieutenant yeah, Ahura's uniform doesn't leave anything to the imagination. Yeah, so the, the and her mini, job mini, is basically a secretary. Yeah, it's like this episode actually yeah, the, the 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 main mystery girl is probably the most like Yeah, actually on this display. like it, it gets worse from this cuz like I don't yeah. They weren't. They weren't showing much skin in this. Except I think when she's were... a green dancing slave girl. No, no, no. The um, the oh, the, the, the crew, general uniforms. No, the crew, yeah, they the were, crew quite, were all dressed they were basically quite practical. the same. Yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah. pants, like practical yeah. clothes. Not they were a all dressed skirt. the same. It just yeah. gets worse. Okay, so the first episode, it's suggested, not not suggested even. It like it, they're told basically women shouldn't be on. <laughs> it's terrible. It's horrible. On a starship. On I'm the laughing bridge. because it's yeah horrific. Yeah. So, like, that that's not even subvert. No, like it's overt. It's overt. Um, and then, yeah, like, literally every episode of Star Trek, the women are just there to support the men. And you'd have to explain. It. Yeah, I, I would spend the entire episodes being like, oh, no, yeah. he's wrong. Or, like, maybe, maybe, yeah, so maybe that's the answer. Because I, I do, like, there's so much we want to show our daughter. Of, yeah, of I wonder, there's probably something, something more interestingly pop but, culturally well, Absolutely, like, I could relevant. think of her when she, like, understands a bit more contextual about these kind of matters. Well, she could yeah. perhaps enjoy it. You know, on its face value. Yeah, once she and once also laugh at the ridiculous. Yeah, sexism. which is why I like Star Trek in the first place. Yeah. Like, I'm not watching it thinking this is the best show in the history of time. Sure. I'm watching it f- to see like the paper mache boulders <laughs> move. At a, like, I want to see the Viking. Like, like, I mean, my favorite scene was when the the, the weird hairy Viking guy attacks <laughs> Captain Pike. Fall, it's falls, fantastic. Falls on a, it's only at a, like a two minute sequence, but yeah. it's it's so dumb. But like the great. the brain head guys when they're um. Because sometimes they speak with their mouth, like mm, I think most to make people them do. More comfortable, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes their communication is mm-hmm. uh, telepathically, Telepathic, and yeah. when they do that, their um, butt brain heads have Throb. veins on it that, like, yeah, pulse. It's like somebody's got like a bike pump off off camera, yeah, off camera and it's just pumping like pumping up their pump, brain, pump, pump, like yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I guess if like, yeah, that's why I watch it. Like yeah. the ridiculousness of it, right. the, the campiness of it. But yeah, until she's like old enough to fully comprehend yes. why it's funny and not, not really absorb the yeah. sexist undertone, no. o- overtones. I'll say this. So one thing I thought from Wikipedia that I really liked in the synopsis yes. of The Cage. Wikipedia. NBC rejected the pilot, calling it too cerebral, too intellectual, oh. too slow and not enough action. And Well, which one is it? Well... I tend to agree. I think it is too cerebral. Too, too intellectual. Because to me, it, it felt like an episode of like, mm. I don't know, it's high concept. Yeah. Like the, the Star Trek itself deals with some high concept stuff. But this was so like, it, it tried to throw a lot at the wall. Yeah, I suppose stuff. it wasn't like a lot of yeah. action-y action. No. It, wasn't, it was like... It was very head A few, few lasers. Yeah. A little bit One of fight scenes. Fight scenes, scenes yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, like, if we took a shot every time they said illusion, we'd be drunk yes, by now. Like, that's right. It was almost over-explained in a way. But, again, it's a pilot episode. They're, yeah, like, trying they to no, introduce yeah. laws which will be long held that don't currently exist. No, and, and the, that's the other thing, I guess. We'll talk about Star Trek law. I'm not going to do it today, but 
there's obviously it's its own thing. It's 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 the. Uh, I'll say this. I, I can think of, like, science fiction fandom of anything, Star Wars, Star Trek, Doctor Who, whatever it is. Um, it's a bit like sports, I think, for us, because we, we don't follow sports, and uh, I think yep. we find it hard to get into because there's so much backstory about, like, you know, who plays for who and what rivalries it there are. It just seems irrelevant. It's like you're, yes, it's like you're cheering for a jersey at some point. You're not even... And I think this is how people who aren't into sci-fi view sci-fi. So I, I can... I don't think you... But to enjoy sci-fi, I don't think you need to be aware of the law. Even, like, Isaac um, Asimov's... Mm-hmm. Rules of what is it? Robotics. Robotics. Yeah, like you don't need to know those what to appreciate are. the, the fact various sides. Like the first, my like back back to your original question of when I first saw Star Trek and what our parents introduced us to or didn't introduce. My first mm. exposure to sci-fi was probably um, Independence Day. Oh yeah, <laughs> which yeah. I loved. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. Again, we can't have that without this. But like yes. that's. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, because that's like, yeah, that's like pure. You candy. don't need to know. It's not like you a, don't need yeah. to have any laws or rules Backstory. explained it's to you. It's aliens just, are bad guys. They're going to kill everyone. Yeah. You need to stop them. Hundred totally. percent. Yeah, so I, yeah, I think that's different. Like so far as the sports go, mm. um, it just seems so boring to me. Yeah, I think I think that. So I'll, I'll touch on the backstory. Not not of this episode, but let's just, just suffice to say that, that it's a deep, rich uh, world that you can you know follow, and there's rules that are established in the universe. Aliens in, and in and, and stories, ventable laws. Yeah, yep. And and like and like just a way that the world of Star Trek operates and the history of it that is continuous. So every series and movie uh, touches on it and references it and builds on it. So yeah, I, I won't talk about the contradictions and get into the nerdiness of it. I just just to say that it is a rich vein that can be mined and honestly it doesn't take that long like if you have any interest in pop culture like if you were just scrolling instagram one day like memes will introduce you to the law like yeah what what the what the mm, uniforms mean what the prime directive is and and like i think the new series the new movies do a good job of that don't they like they make it interesting interesting. it up a bit and and they make you feel smart when you know an in reference like oh gorn i know what a gorn is or like you know i know what that planet is or what a dalek so forth exactly (laughs) daleks yeah, so that was um, that's the synopsis. I think it's probably not very family friendly, but maybe depending on your children, you know, it's it is also just silly. Like it's not, it looks yeah. silly, and it's very. It, it would depend on their age and yeah. their temperament. That's right. Because like we watch things and think, oh, that's hilarious, and it doesn't no, look true. even remotely scary. But um, yeah, some people are very if, sensitive. If they're too. little sensitive beings, then it might be a bit mm. overwhelming. What would you rate this? Do you reckon out of ten, if you had to ten uh, phases? What do you reckon <laughs> you give this? I would give it no phases. Yeah, because it's not really. It's not really a st- like the like the overview on I, I, the Wikipedia is correct. This is like, but uh, like the, a lot it's of the kernel of, of something to come. Like it's a not, lot of shows, like even. Mm. I mean, we'll have to see. There might be some bangers in the first season, but like The Office, oh, like there you is. have yeah, to yeah, get you have to get first, like through this, True. to to get to the the, the, the meat, golden tasty yeah. nuggets. I will say because I know that the Menagerie, which is again where they've repurposed footage from this episode that never aired, 
they put it into a proper episode of proper Star Trek and it's fantastic. Yeah. So like it's fifty minutes. Like it's, it's not. An hour, yeah. It's an hour long. Like for pilot. for millennials and people of our attention span, they get bored twenty seconds into a thirty second reel. I, I know. Yeah. You, you need to commit so, yeah, to the fact it's that probably not fair it's to not going to. It's not fair to rate. Yeah. It's not going to start off. I think this is mid level. I'd, I'd give it like a five. I think it's mid level. It's not terrible because of that delectable green lady. Mm. It's got some fun. She had some stuff. real awkward moves. She did. She was not a dancer. She was not a dancer. Um, favorite character from the episode? What do you reckon? Uh, she was pretty cool, Vina. Uh, she had no like autonomy. She just existed, waiting no, for a man. No, it's funny because I was come. kind of like I, I pegged her as like Stockholm syndrome, but really it's just that she, she just was like a man to fix her. Oh, yeah, that makes her even less likable. Okay, who else? Actually, I'll tell you, the lieutenant was awesome, was pretty cool because she rose to the challenge. Pike was on the planet. Her lieutenant, who doesn't, I don't even think has a name, just lieutenant or f- number one. She's, yeah. She's his first in command. She, she's, yeah, left in command. I don't know what Spock's position is in this yeah, episode because he's first lieutenant on. And he, he becomes a great character. Yeah. He's just not really, yeah, developed Anything in this, this episode. The women. Yeah, when the women are captured, he yells out, the women. Which is not in character. Not for... in character for Spock. He, He's yeah, very... I mean, to, the the part that was in character was that he was like, "Let's get out of." It's leave. not logical yeah, to at remain. A point, he, was like, he basically once the said they could and the others were, use like, the their minds to swat us like flies. He just like he made the best call, which is let's take the Enterprise out of here. Yeah, <laughs> and come back later. Whereas the um yeah the number one yeah um was went, like went down. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, well that uh, was yeah, I um I guess she like just by default. <laughs> Yeah, she's good. She was good. She's uh, so a little known fact, that's Majel Barrett. She comes back as another character in Star Trek. She's okay. Bones, the Doctor's uh, assistant. Oh, okay. And she is Gene Roddenberry's wife. That's mm. how she got the job. What's the, what's oh, that? that's the sexist comment. I shouldn't have said that. But I believe that's how she got cast. I <laughs> no, think yeah. What's she the, what's knew the, the word? writer the, um... and creator of the show. Can I think of words when I want them? Like, you know, when they, like you give... Nepotism. Nepotism. Pet, pet, nepa, nepotism. Not nepotism. That's, no, that's for the wrong that's word. Not, that's <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's something, something else. else. That's Don't go into that. Okay. Nepotism. Mm-hmm. Um, I always said nepotism because it's like where we get the word nephew from, right? Because it's like you give your nephew, like the word, I think it's the origin of nephew. I don't nephew. think so. I believe so. It couldn't possibly be because it would be a Latin word. It would be like... Child of your brother or something like. Uh, look up nephew etymology. I don't think. Middle English, from Old French nevu, from Latin nepos, gra- nepos, mm. Latin mm. means grandson or nephew. That was where it comes from. Then nepos, nepotism. That makes sense. Give your grandson or, or nephew a job. Yeah. Nepos. Sure. Nephew. Yes, yeah, nepotism. 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 Nephutism. I'm going to edit all this out. <laughs> this is real boring. It's got real boring here. Um, all right. That was fun. No, I did want to talk. Mm, please. Just, just to get, Let's get back real on heavy. Track. Let's just bring it down for a moment. I wanted to talk about one of the illusions that they gave them when mm. they were fighting the man with giganticism oh. whose people weren't interested in oral hygiene. He had terrible teeth. He was very big and hairy. This is the other thing, I guess. Not what I wanted to talk no, about. No, but I was going to say the aliens in this episode and, and particularly moving forward, that sometimes they, they're 
don't really have much of a costume. This guy was just a hairy yeah. Viking. He yeah. Had, he was he supposed to be an alien, just like but he a just looked like a big, yeah. hairy, so, ugly yeah. dude. I mean, they put a bit more effort into the brain heads. The brain heads, yes. Um, but still very human. Anyway, go on. So, yeah, what I wanted to talk to talk about with regards to that particular illusion was just an irk of mine, which uh, is a trope in a lot of shows throughout history, throughout novels. But what what's happening in this particular illusion is they're trying to get Kirk to instinctively protect this woman who at the time oh. I thought was an illusion herself. So mm. I was like, maybe that's the excuse for her behaving. Right. Like she's, she's just uh, his fantasy or something. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, what, what annoys me about it is how defenseless women are often portrayed. Yeah. So in this situation, it's kind of like the, the physical location they're in is sort of almost like an old medieval house ruin sort of. It's like, yeah, like an old stairs and palace or yeah. Yeah. But it's all open. There's like no roof and stuff. Weapons lying around mm. everywhere. She's in like medieval garb, just hiding and quaking behind Pike. And that annoys me so much because I just don't think it's based in reality. Like, obviously there's like, you know, fight, flight, fawn mm. kind of responses. But typically speaking, the first thing a woman's going to do is rip off the 10,000 yards of medieval garb. Siri wants to Yeah, she's in. interested, Siri. Um, and, yeah, like not hide, not hide behind a man. Like they go, they're going to pick up a weapon and try and defend themselves. And it's it's a big digression, but it's just it's a pet peeve of mine that comes up particularly know, through com- Star Trek. It comes up in Star Trek a lot. Yeah. It's not, yeah, I was going to I was going to defend look, if you wanted to defend it, what I would say is it's possible in the Do situation you defend it? <laughs> The situation is that she's uh, she's trying to get Yeah, him I guess if you wanted to, to play Devil's her, Avocado right? Devil's Avocado her, from the limited information she has, he he is a human is, male. What the human male will do is he'll fall in love with you if he yes. has to protect and, you. And, and the brain heads have put us in this fantasy where yeah. he's going to be attacked. I'm going to make him, like, fall for me as, like, the damsel in distress. So, so it's not it's not yeah. really much of an excuse. I guess, I guess as an entirely irrelevant follow-up question, would you be more interested in forced mating with a woman who allows oh, yeah. you to defend her? Would that trigger your your base instincts or would you be like oh dang that girl knows how to handle a sword let's meet with her oh yeah i get what you're saying um mm. bearing in mind there is a correct answer yeah, probably <laughs> no yeah because i was gonna say i think it's i don't think that's a universal question i think it really no. depends on your personality and i think i probably would want to uh, like imagine I mean a, if anybody knows us it's clear what Jeremy's answer yeah, yeah. a warrior <laughs> like you, a warrior yeah. lady who, who's going to defend me and, looking yeah. at us particularly as a direct analog to, analog to, yeah. to, to this episode yeah Jeremy would probably be hiding behind I'd be me. hiding yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you you'd be trying to stab at them from a distance I would have injured myself yeah imme- you'd have immediately to, you'd have fallen to, over popped you, your knee out to, Defeat the enemy, and, and I, then carry I would me have garroted them. Correct. You, you'd Firemen carry, carried you, you to carry safety. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. It's, so it's it's definitely it's an it's a subjective uh, question. But yeah, I think I think if you're not 
Like, if you're coming at Star Trek with a grain of salt, mm. those things can easily be put aside. It, it is a pretty good show to... It is. And we've decided to watch every episode <laughs> of the original series. Yeah. And I, don't, I actually can't so we don't say want to be for too sure if I have watched no. every episode. I keep getting through one and two one and, and then two. getting partway through three. I don't think we've finished three. We'll see because yeah. I'm pretty sure I put a sticky note in there somewhere. Oh, we've okay. got We've got them on DVD, but we're watching them on Star Trek. Uh, Netflix. Netflix, mm. sorry. So... Did you hear that? Yeah, we're in the Star Trek. Wow, okay. Uh, I don't know if that's going to come through the recording, but I really appreciate you spending time watching Star Trek with me and then talking about it. That's really cool because we are busy people that have a child and other mm-hmm. things to do and this seems like a real, um, you know, silly thing, but um, I've really enjoyed it. I look forward to the pile of cash you promised me. If you can uh, stir up some sponsors. <laughs> Well, hey, <laughs> hey, would your would your business consider sponsoring this? <laughs> well, episode? it would it would have to like sell something in order to sponsor something, That's and I'd also have to make something. That's on you to sell something. Well, yes. maybe maybe in future that uh, <laughs> that seems really to you really self serving. Can House I write that off as like? A <laughs> I think so. I think <laughs> it's a tax deduction. It's nepotism. Can again. I write? Can I write off like my equipment? <laughs> this has all been this has all been a, a ploy to. Um, yeah, hope the tax department don't ever listen to this. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to have a uh, – one thing on my actual yes, podcast, sure. uh, Blah Blah, which is now going to be suspended and I'm focusing all our attention on oh. Blah Trek. Well, that's a lot this of pressure. Um, it, it doesn't have a mm. sign-off. The last one I just came up with blah, on the fly. Blah Blah with Jeremy doesn't have a sign-off. It doesn't sign have off. a sign-off. And the last one I did was by myself. And I think I ended by saying, thanks for having me in your ears. Oh, that is <laughs> horrifying. That makes me want to vomit a little bit. So have you got something better than that? I mean, the obvious one is um, live long and prosper. Oh, But I feel like that's probably going to come back to bite us. Is Star Trek owned by Disney now? No, Paramount. Oh, okay. Because Disney are quite litigious. But I think Paramount might be too. It's their IP. That's why, like, I've made – it's all, like, parody fair use, you know, for for satire and, um, yeah. Live, lobe, and prospect. I love it. Peace. This podcast was produced by Jeremy and Haley Mills. Podcast theme music was written by Jeremy Mills and references the instrumental theme from Star Trek written by Alexander Courage. If you enjoyed this podcast, please stay tuned. We'll have more episodes up soon.